Recorded live in Manhattan's East Village at St. Mark's Church in the Bowery, this is The Poetry Project. Yeah, I got all dressed up. I wore my Canadian tuxedo for the reading. So, um, uh, Claire informed me that she's not actually going to be reading from any of this poem, but it's something that I think um, ties her work together. And that um, so, my introduction might have to do with something that you don't hear, but think of it in the background, somewhere in the background. Um, so if we're asked to negotiate reading on the basis of patterning, or if we make sense of things because of habituated patterning, then there's always the question about how the brevity of color, which is ostensibly a manufacturer of dreams, wherein there is no color, uh, can bring itself out in language. Um, in Claire Wilcox's poem, All the Yellows Peaking for a Half Hour, um, she seems to be negotiating this line or examining the way that a stable signifier, yellow, destabilizes within the poem and in fact mirrors the very essence of poetic making. In All the Yellows, Claire is making out a grounded antithesis to other colors that are in themselves borne out from and of the possibility of their objecthood, as in an orange or pink or the blues, et cetera, into a zone of the descriptor, which means that there must be a stability that upholds the consistency of the noun while finding itself fundamentally apart from, uh, from it in its pre-existence that justifies description to begin with. She writes, being almost nothing, a penny warps, that's not from that poem, but regardless. Um, her work is built on the disjunctive nature of the nothings where value and material quantity cross each other, pointing to a diacritics of physicality. Please welcome Claire Wilcox to the Poetry Project. Thanks, Judah. Um, and thanks to you all for coming. <clears throat> I am really happy to be reading here. This is also the place where I did my first reading, like for a workshop, or first reading ever. And uh, I just remember that then I couldn't feel my legs. <laughs> so maybe something's happened since. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh. Okay, grips. An assembly gathers to discuss the appearance of man in her head. One, two, three, four, five. They turn their heads clockwise and counterclockwise. He appears everywhere except in the flesh. Initially, he's a wall. The invasion of calcium rich agitated near shoreline sedimentation. Silicium, which may be nothing, she says, as she crosses the threshold without knowing she is passing from one wing to another. He started as an apparition in the karst, pooling quickly and withdrawing into shade. He is underground and walks with laser focus to the corners. He's a clast, a mere franchise-style deposit, buffed in and then exhumed. The assembly presses by sheer numbers, an accumulation making her go, first backward, then forward, then right and right. Under the archway, they can, she they can see she's gone for a chunk or grain deposited inside the monument. Chert, evaporate, bedload, graben, sticks and branches against columns, piles. He is standing in their midst, shoulders weighted, hands. Define chert, he says. So suddenly she is moved outside, where she'll note this museum, its facade, has been etched with a motif of brain. Coincidence. 
Trying to chew my way through the plastic casing of this set of headphones, I'm wondering, what kind of animal am I now? Maybe I've been a shit, enclosed, out of touch, now leaving again in this new silent fog or talking incoherently about a newfound sense of determination. I don't sense, or I wasn't getting, the most encouraging vibes from M plus D. No soft in love. Excited to see what it does, as I note again my attempt to be softened by a time in leather, multicolored, a U, yellow. Blue lights come on. Cuteness abounds. Cartoons deliver in-flight safety demonstrations, and I think they're flirting. I'm wondering about this style in Taiwan more generally, where signs with pink hearts designate women waiting alone at night, and every garbage truck plays for Elise. Skipping, I'm reading a New Yorker article about civil asset forfeiture called Taken. U.S. versus one pearl necklace. U.S. versus approximately 64,695 pounds of shark fin. U.S. versus $6,000.37. A piece of property doesn't share the rights of a person. Sarah writes, a piece of property doesn't shave. And I give it a slack, slapstick read. The police had confiscated a simple gold cross that a woman wore around her neck after pulling her over for a minor traffic violation. That's an example of policing for profit, she says, sit down. He says, sit in your car for about a 15 minutes. Ma'am, ma'am, you tell that bitch to shut up. So do I smile? I touch my papers on edge of illness all very quickly and moody in one day. In the wind, a man stops as I drink iced coffee on a bench. He sits around, arched, and watches me for an hour. Stops where I stop, staring with expression dead-faced in a landscape like this. In 1976, Leslie Scalapino, age 32, wrote, Satisfied this morning because I saw myself for the first time in the mirror as a mountain. I mean by this, I saw the scenery in myself, whereas I had eyes and veins and a brain. I was a mountain in the same way one has boulders or trees. How would this explain, I wondered, whatever emotions such as affection, cruelty, or indifference? And I knew no matter how careful one is, pebbles and grains will be modified, put in a human form. I think it's not our shared interest so much as poem in the shape of bread. I must be orange and green according to what I see, hungry and wanting pet miniature pigs, but I take this two weeks and make work, and as I move west, not true, and toward more familiarity, not true, I'm feeling more like myself. I kick and imitate the plane. The black sea is blue and requires a voiceover, two women, and not just thinking of eyes, Zainab, I'll write a long one, though in reality, I'll be followed by the words, Prince, Prince. And scratching me with a leather jacket and scarf, I receive thee. But not everyone wears little leather jackets and their hair hard curved makes my hair rest on my forehead or should it flop downwind. There is a new angle of discernment, Julia Roberts' mouth in Taipei and Lisa Robertson's mouth in France, as intemperate swallows not being able to process this shift into utter calm. The accumulation of form, surface, realistic detail, breasts plumped against a marble arm in a scene of mythological flight. Innocence is a young girl holding a lizard or a snake. Malherbe is a commandeering block of stone, while someone else, blank-eyed, acquires herself, as if frozen in mid-step, curiously dripping. Um, this is called Human Interest. Here she is, standing, facing a shelf. On the shelf are two heads, the heads of two lovers, one of them hers, the other Henriette's. On the floor are two caskets containing the bodies of these men who were enemies and best friends, sort of soulmates bound together as enemies and best friends, 
and who were able to recognize their hatred as love almost immediately. So here she is, so here she is standing, facing a shelf, flanked by these bodies, her right hand reaching for the head of her lover. She's supposed to take it and embalm it, and from time to time to think of him and kiss it. A, received, she, a request she received from her lover in life and which she received looking acquiescent, appalled, but trembling, maybe in a good way. So when at the end she is bouncing in a carriage over flagstones fleeing and she's holding his head in her lap wrapped in cloth and her boy companion who's sitting across from her says, watch out, the cloth is loose, she says, who cares? saying this and something else, something serious but skipping around in her face, Tolmia. Henriette, on the other hand, won't be embalming her lover's head, although his brow does bear an exaggerated scar, the result of a wound he received at the hands of his enemy and best friend during their inaugural fight with swords, which took place in a field full of corpses strewn sexily. When the cut heals, it is so raised and, and oblong and central, it looks like a clit, and I bet when he gets sad, when his enemy is stuck abroad and Henriette makes no difference despite her red hair and shining fucked up eyes, the scar is like, hey. She was an incredibly gifted performer, but she was possessed of this one strange quality, humility. And I was like, do an impression of Marlena Dietrich and show me your gams. And she turns and says, I have great gams, at which point I thought it was going to be a story about how she was like, no. But it's a story about how the gams do, in fact, appear. She turns to the girl next to her, and they're both about to laugh because they're breaking down, and the one has no breasts and is wearing a bun, brown hair, no breasts, and a 1970s-style T-shirt, stripes, tight. She smiles with angles at her friend whose hair is red and whose face is round showing she's an entirely different style person, cracking up, the one holding her stomach, and resting her hand over her friend's shoulder, the other buckling forward, touching her forehead to the tops of her knees. No one would call these girls Hollywood beautiful, but their complexions contrast in exactly the same way Henriette's does with Margot's. There she is standing facing the shelf, which is to say red and brown, those women are beyond puff, and yeah, we don't get to see them together, but like two muffs in contrasting colors, dreaming simultaneously of other cappings, it'd be cool if the museum didn't show me of photographs of friends fucking. It's like, I cannot see you, I won't be able to see you now, but female friendship, like, 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 to contrast later with do three of everything dislike, there is no third unless you count that girl who they poisoned and tossed out the window and then the arsenic blood sweat. Man, everyone in this film gets horny for violence, but as the camera pans over the corpse field after those enemies and best friends stop fighting, from inside the darkness, someone begins to shout and to fight, actually close, loud, and definitely behind me. In those early clips, those girls, they can't contain their laughter, fitting her tiny breasts into transatlantic space. It must be dead, right? The time it takes to get from here to there. Just thinking in the first place about communication. Send me back to eating chicken, to two dark hairs eating platanos in Peru, to laying cables, the swims across the channel, appearing ghost-like and infrequently at dusk. As she stands there, facing the shelf, she looks almost illustrated, her image frankly surreal, given over to incredible gasp by noodling so tight it'd take a day or two to register and melting slowly over the nose. A steel bridge slips onto a ship like a fainting body. I mean, the ship keeps going through the bridge until the bridge starts spilling itself, but in chunks, spans, revealing its two-toned girder brown on the one side, red on the other, and watching this scene unfold. I can see how funny it is the moment when the ship crashes through the oft-used bridge, and there's just this ineffable thing about the space it leaves, never mind the damage. Um, 
Okay, so now I'm just, I decided that I wanted to read a few things that I called from here and there, um, short pieces, and then I'll read one last newer poem, or the beginning of it at least. One. Swamp grass skirted Odillon Redon's swimming pool. Radish bread salad falls into radish bread salad. One tit falls into radish bread salad. I will have found I strayed into fake waters. Bloom out at the ridge, a new case. Bottle caps came like a lizard malfunction, a rote doily a new coin. And this is actually that yellow thing for a minute, not a half hour. Um, cardboard holding sugar stored as yellow near the slip away pile of blinds. Two sponges shove bright to clean then lots of simply sits. Salt fixes to another missing slick, round for the mound of constellation, casing for a fake, and then the crushed folds barely make themselves known. How could I have missed bricks crown the facade of a building, 140 bricks, the soles of sneakers clapping light, and the fixture and where the trolley stops. No parking on a band, lights on, going in search of a new comment, which is an icon. Um, and this is a song that I wrote that I wanted to read. Um, I went to Canada in my mind, alone. It was cold and it was snowing. I only went for three days because I had to get back for work. I drove the whole way in a tunnel with one eye open, without a gun on the tundra, not knowing a thing about birds, with some impression from Neil Young's boyhood mixing chickens with turtles in a horizontally spanning landmass with an eyelid. I was still because I was in the north registering, after the fact, this architecture of skin and humor I played dead to be in. Like no can do with nothing in Spanish, more body, more water, no body. I was going to stop, to get out, to look out, to teach, to squint on the road, to stretch my legs in Canada. Um, and this is the last poem that I'll read. Uh, this is new, and I think it will go on, but I'm just going to read the first section. It's called Fairway for now. I am looking at this woman. She is wearing a bowl cut. She looks into her boyfriend's face and scrunches up her nose to mope while he caresses her cheek and checks out something in her ear. She puts her head back and leans back to catch the sun while he leans forward on his elbows. I see a leather shield sewn into his white sweater. The pristine yarn stretches according to his breath, showing a black shirt underneath except where the shield retains it is fixed white. Her coat, a khaki trench, includes a ruffled hem and thick black satin belt and bow. My eye runs the belt hot white till it is like that runnel edge I mentioned but dropped. The neologism that fell to the floor. I do also hate pennies. But nearby, a man talks loudly on his phone. Two phones go off. I get a text. Someone's alarm sounds. My face warms inside a half-inside-outside tent where a greenhouse effect is taking place. I stare at the man talking so that he'll feel ashamed. 
There's a conflict, people take sides, but I'm interested across the board. The man goes quiet, but then begins to watch TV, and this also in public and out loud. I stare again, and this time he stares back, way more acute. Another couple comes in to take the place of the first, thinking I've made contradictory agreements. The original couple's man's taken off his sweater. She's leaning her head against the tent wall. This time, she looks dejected. It is possible I live this way so as to not have any stakes, the man's voice says, the one sitting at a table in the sun watching TV. It's trapped inside the metal beam next to me. This is the festoon, he says, the emblazon that you mentioned. What you thought was called a chevron but got wrong. See the dog out there holding a pink stuffed dog in its jaws? It's on a leash, but it's doubles coming at you, and it's coming really fast. Thanks. Um, so, just gonna wait for that door to close. And um, all right, so uh, one thing I should say is that I actually met Mark Johnson over a sardine sandwich in in uh, Philadelphia. Um, it was a fantastic sardine sandwich. Um, I don't plan on having a better one in my life, but it, sardines have long been my sort of like abject other. So um, I, if you want to know more about that, you can ask me, but that doesn't have to do with Mark. Um, so uh, I'll read this, but uh, like Claris, I think that this, uh, this introduction has to do uh, in a lot of ways with Mercury in retrograde, but doesn't necessarily reflect my entire view of either of these poets, um, which is far more complex and can't find its way in into an introduction. So, um, but that's you know me saving face. So, <clears throat> uh, I think of Mark Johnson's work uh, not as an investigation uh, per se, but as a residue. Um, that is to say, uh, an investigation as a literary genre is something that requires that we fetishize attention to the means of inquiry rather than the products of that inquiry. And I think it's both that we have to pay attention to. It's a fallacy of a number of modes of writing, perhaps some from Philadelphia especially, uh, that the documentary in documentary poetics should lean toward a preoccupation with collection or documentation of that collection, with archival inquiry, with that sort of heavy-handed metaphysics that is involved in documentation and making of the action of inquiry an almost obsessively uh, documented procedure. One thing that I see uh, when I read or listen to Mark's work uh, is, a, is a gathering, yes, but one that refuses a sort of pat binary between the reader and the object of, of the reading. That isn't to say that it isn't thought through, certainly. Uh, rather, it is an allowance that is given to the reader to negotiate the terms of making. Uh, in his Orange Mound, for example, Johnson opens the site of inquiry without the badgering inefficacy of Alan Lomax-style ethnography or new narrative apologetics for the ambiguity of an unpronounced contract of listening. This ambiguity is one that is also exhibited on the level of syntax in Johnson's work where poetic sentences are often greeted with an abruptness that cancels the anticipated discourse, rerouting it through its own breakage to assemble a different mode of intellection and reading rather than a pronounced mode of the means of writing. Please welcome Mark Johnson to the Poetry Project. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks for that. I don't really know what that meant. Uh, I wanted to just uh, clear the air with uh, a little bit of of this book, Arful, a book I wrote last year. Rupful, rasful, roverful, regful, rinful, 
insolventful, rakeful, rescapeful, rinkpinful, reluminateful, reginful, rarmsful, reboutful, ragileful, roverfeckendful, ragetiveful, ranalogsful, rinconclusiveful, rurleyful, rowayful, routesideful, runabroudful, rolledful, reflectionful, rimptyful, riveryful, rarderful, roarfinful, roarfinful. That one's really sad. This is from a book that's uh, coming out from Make Now Press uh, a month from now called uh, After Such Knowledge Park. One. Are you embarrassed, alone and ill? Off to get red lamp oil for the port running light, green for the starboard running light? What is funny about this dear? That she has been deprived of her home. Forcing a deer to baptize a servant with urine is funny. Let's laugh a periwigless clank in this automated enclave. I heard I cough every day, but I said it. Cutely, creamily, graffitoed shipping container stuffed with cheap brights hots, thrinidizes, ecstatically bawling flashcards it eats. Only ever press F3 to display my coordinates when certain fundraising jails have been moated. Lilies someday drifting on a dark web of tethers in fundraising jail moats. Predicted lilies, done predicting lilies. Can't think when I'm being projected in yellow on low-hanging clouds of aluminum grit. Can't think when I'm being promised in whispers flooding from every direction, a rocky but successful transition from wino to silver fox. So think for me. Cheeky on Knowledge Park satellite build day, lava came harvesting practical ones illuminating depot, crisping miles of eld cash pod veins saved in water closet closet closets, and the behavior of the door indicates why. I like that. It makes me feel safe. I've never been a practical one. Think more? The behavior of the door indicates why, in this jobless quiet, enthusiastic ones deny seal and petrol detergent, practice maintenance, Perfume, while boiling water speaks, extinction, a place out of the wind. Seawater boiling cries, lava has seized the shipping lane. Be practical and enthusiastic and think. Off the cold coast in darkness, young lobsters dying of herpes hold the door open, performing an office in a smell. Why else would they? Here, the property man should have given the effect of breaking glass, but wasn't super in this atmo. So, in a cloud of fruit sound, the performing cologne various actor hogged the grass doing joke jet interaction, pretty loud. Why does a Spectrum S33 Independence fly south in the winter? Because it's too far to roll. What did the six Stratos 714 say? Oh no, I have the life pox. Why do scientists think the Flaris LAR01 hums? 
because it can't remember the words. What very light jet is always depressed? The subsonics. What do you give a sick citation Mustang? Tweetment. What is black and white and black and white and black and white and an Embraer Phenom 100 flying down the stairs? When does a teacher carry jet seed? When there is an Eclipse 500 teacher conference. What is a polygon? A lost Cirrus Vision SF50. What kind of jet works at a construction site? A Honda HA420. An, AT an ATG Javelin crashes into a bar. A JetPod P200 crashes into a bar. An Avocet Projet crashes into a bar. An Eclipse 400 crashes into a bar. An EV420 Vantage Jet crashes into a bar. A Visionaire Vantage crashes into a bar. A Henschel HS132 crashes into a bar. A Caproni Campini N1 crashes into a bar. A Bell XP83 crashes into a bar. A Lockheed P80 Shooting Star crashes into a bar. A consolidated Volte XP81 crashes into a bar. A de Havilland Vampire crashes into a bar. A KC-135 Stratotanker crashes into a bar. A Sud Aviation Caravel crashes into a bar. A Boeing 707 crashes into a bar. How did the bubblegum cross the Atlantic? On the bottom of a hawker Siddeley Trident. Perhaps... Perhaps in the gloaming, plastic genuinely, for free, improves the off-ghost, arming it with proportions? Explain, without referencing deliriads, and no bulletin board. My response was swift and non-lethal, so off like milk. Maybe plastic cares? Plastic has gone without supper since it came into being employs a discontinued warmth algorithm picked up cheap in Port-au-Prince. The ghost's new proportions act on us. We trust it, perhaps even love it. And because it is off, it loves us. That's a NER story. The gloaming told it. End explanation. Fake peach noses, fat folds of umber airlock fat. Fat, the fake peach noses, because fake peaches can't ripen a governor of rooms who can't stay hard, who cancels object manipulation before nightfall as a way to lose, like a fly jealous of a slash it made in fog. I am busy disappearing gloomy airlock suckers by means of mind screen's oyster. Yesterday, a suppository delivering noise. Music, an unbid lot of airlock fat going up again finally to snorts. And I am busy disappearing while flakes be. Must those same flakes boo a pursuer of place, best fish in the post-human spoils mart? Yes. Check out the simulcast. Tried not to creep. Failed. Finally, now mentioning the pad wars. I'd like to be passionate as the pond's warm inch. I'd like one adequate giggle provided by the gift of an emergency underpants dispenser to be equal to eight hours sleep. But through the artfully designed veins of my cash bod flows a thick spit extracted from Doxon famine. Instead, I listen as flakes cry, everyone, toes here. The scramble to assemble a body, sport at its best. What's this heavy back thing? Asking peevish costume authorities, asking peevish costume authorities, waiting, 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 afraid they'll tell me the heavy back thing is my back, waiting. Ah, what it is is, their king. I watch as a rube draws a ninny. What now? 
home in on those warming to nothing and then take nothing away? That sounds amazing. Finally, finally, to be done with summing things up in figures aimed at new markets. Thuggish, immigrant, runway noise, guts, pale eld afternoon. Uh, three old holes mean part of my memory's a certain insulted cube. Part cry, everyone, toe is here. Tenderly, flakes devolve until they beep alone. Or so it is said. Every word in that t-shirt idea deserves whipping to see how it convinces. I'm convinced. Tenderly flakes devolve until they beep alone. I'm convinced. Area helps ape fried by light. Memfrags, like bitter internal dumbbells or cranny hugs. See, I'm this, Omeo. So, costume up. Some sleep, one fresh toe in the room. Beg, the old apes desert a memfrag of love. Part of your memories will be blaster. Part devoted to love, even if you only ever costume up and shed. You are wished a form of luck. What went out onto mess occupied neatly graffitoed containers by sharing their youthful ambience. That astonishes. Insert long list of teenage fads. Be sure to include hollow booth stuffing. Just wasn't clear what wasn't cold until so-called interspeller space brought jars and half-busty orbs drifted down, started eyeing local jobs. Darkly wonder how, in other knowledge, it went unsaid. Bums upset him, Ned, is the first one I read. Still like it best. I'm a duck, alone except for oranges. If it is not heated by special someone in time, bed becomes unreal. Part of destroying me, see, is aping my setup. So poor, I couldn't replace a green jar of gobs, or possibly jar of green gobs, or perhaps in a juicy bit of overdetermination, a green jar of green gobs. Bonsai vibrates in disposable plastic head, once dweller in a wooden wooded mess, now home to the soggy hotels of oves. It's harp, it's harp, it's harp, oon, broken. Girth gone. Islands here, knobs hurled in a dream at air. So I'm at risk of aging. I'm at risk of aging, alone except for ducks, alone except for oranges. Will cornrows bought in Port au Prince for B Day 90 cancel Dolor? Or instead, my bed be a giant's stocking stuffer? Hoovering rot, the bested, worsted dream of us fueled a moldy laser. Brain to yum-yums one, two, three. Remember Salvaness? In those days, you read the stupidest things in entrails. Tiny, soon. Average, will weep when cover's blown. And in big, impressive entrails. Great guts. What would you do to clean your avatar? Pressure wash it with an approved detergent pre-spray? Use a diesel-powered trailer-mounted hurricane vacuum unit with HEPA filtration? Maybe try hydroblasting? Air chisel away hardened deposits? Wet cleaning with aqueous agents followed by treatment with demineralized water supported by brush cleaning and steeping stabilization process that decharacterizes the avatar? Micro-encapsulation treatment technology reducing the leachability of hazardous constituent elements so your avatar can end up safely disposed of in a fucking RCRA subtitle C landfill? It was back when cash pods were called avatars. His blower's guess, S-A-D, beast, seems to be under flies. I wretch the darkness so. Captain imitates town's proud few otherworldly jays.
the rest blandly riot. Winter, its gray claw ubiquitous, pimps a new bedspread, haunter pain. The elf eliminated, just absolutely fucking destroyed, the best of all possible hiding spots on a sidewalk in Houston. Insert long list of rich senior citizen fads. Peeling off gulls and uncooked brace, each ate a crumpled postage stamp commemorating crack, woke the inventory of haunted men too vain we don't enjoy. And I saw flies and snowflakes locked in a dance for survival. Jowls impersonate me wivering with loss. Yum yums one, two, three to brain. Salving, not salvinesse. I can say I don't want you to be cold, but offer you haunter pain. Which flake am I? One, I live just a day pinned beneath winter's brain, yet lost between dark visits to a cat box. It's hard, hairy twists of savorless shit, also screws of mud bought cheap in Pompeii. Two, I half saw a ziggurat during the war, strange cheeses, tall, pretty gendarmes adrift on as if doodled sodium light, hours before the asteroid. Sal, all of us hoovered pain like Kip. God, we were just krill in strange, cheesy waters. God damn, you had the goods. I hope you had a good life. I wretched the darkness so. I hope you had a good wife, Sal. I got famousy. I'm the dark sky bubbler. What a dread outline spoons my gray foot while I lean forward as though struggling against the wind as shown in both diagrams. Go in summer, the town crier cried. But that was years ago, now I'm the town crier. It's gorgeous, everything tall or fat as required. I did him one better, going in summer on my B-day. Cold shadow hung over the empty blue cubes, and a wind inhabiting the main cube bent the ratty white curtains out the open windows. Of the farmer, his wife, and their children, and the off-world owner's eyeless, armless, legless, noseless, sexy terrestrial cash bod, I saw no sign, nor were the promised cattle and chickens in evidence. It is wonderful my planet can boast such a farm. Mosquitoes and early stars were out before I got back. I had lost my key. I had forgotten to lock the door, my B-day present. No need to feign surprise. Or was my B-day present the potato bing, barely sleeping in the gutter outside my plastic shed, its slow, automatic finger-snapping motions rippling sewage? Or was my B-Day present the scraps of, of a haunter pane wrapped around its partially assembled body? Was my B-Day present an opportunity to call that potato bing a rascal? I took it, but I whispered. I whispered in time to the potato bing's silent finger snapping. Last day of the ceasefire. A convertible drove coleslaw along the parkway. Far away smoked the wolfworks, a pale mock Venus just visible directly above it. This quiet author of How to Flit had mood enough to keep the afternoon quieter still. Explain. After soaking his Acme integrating pistol in mood, he tricked said gun into misting the afternoon. Of course, that had the effect of making this quiet author loud to himself there in the plastic shed. He could hear himself singing, there must be something I lack if I can't hurt you back. 
What can you say to a man when a fool's nightshirt fits him? Here, one or more distinct crashes are wanted. Around noon, the fighting moved off, and I rushed out and bought myself what I believe was an avocado pear. There was nothing else. I meant yesterday to beg eggs at the farm for my B-day, though I must suck them now my hot plate is dead. If they'd had bees, I might have begged honey for my wounds. I've been abraded, punctured, lacerated, incised, stabbed, contused, shot, wounded thermally, chemically, electrically. I might have offered instruction in return for eggs and honey. Very large bags can be burst by quickly bringing a board down upon them. <laughs> Home, I attempted to cut the avocado pear in half, but encountered a huge seed. This I circled with my knife before prying the fruit apart. The seedless half showing a bad spot, I cut it away, saying aloud, left lobe partially destroyed. A mistake. A mistake that ruined my meal. Twitches, numbness, the points of debris I see come and go against Mindscreen's oyster, against the wall when I'm boring. I haven't the cash for a new brain. Guns again just now, one or two streets east. Why didn't I look for a bulletin board when I was out? If Mary were here, I wouldn't live this way, wouldn't go to sleep, or to bed, rather, fully clothed at eight o'clock, a fly crawling up my leg towards my asshole. Had my wife not been lost at sea, I might have died someday with a homeless deer draped across my shoulders, a proud breadwinner's smile on my face as my old heart gave out. Now I will put my lasers away. There can be no entering in triumph, an empty shed however unbowed beneath a big, fresh kill. Such is my grief. I want to threaten Mary with it, the kind of charity I teach at my beauty, sadness, loss seminars. If I boarded a starship like she did with Mike, if I boarded the starship's beautiful beginnings or comfort zone or Mother Goose and Friends, if I boarded just like home, maybe pumpkin patch, seesaw? If I boarded bright horizons, little miracles, bumblebee, yes they can, big steps with little feet, my shades of green? If I boarded angelic phases, shake, rattle, roll, yum, yums, one, two, three? If I boarded smiley faces, just be you, smarty pants, Wonderfully made, rising stars, little bits, funny face, small impressions, almost angels, dumpling grounds, room to bloom, apple blossom, imagination station, safe and clean, sunshine shack. If I boarded little flower, personal involvement, green beginning, winter gardens, first five, our world, Po, 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 alpha head start, castle in the clouds, cheerful helpers, come and see, dreamland, golden day, options, building blocks, hand in hand, imagination plus, smart start, open doors. If I boarded apples of gold, brainy boulevard, new life, rotary camp, blue ash, Pleasant Run, Droopy Drawers, Champions, Jolly Fun, Cosmic Corner, Happy Hearts, We Be, Home Sweet Home, Round the Clock, Jelly Bean Group, Minds in Motion. If I boarded Village of Shining Stars, if I boarded Once Upon a Time, Precious Gems, In His Image, Bubbling Brown Sugar, Higher Aspirations, Rainbow Room, Humble Yourself, Indelible Impressions, Sheltering Arms, Crime de la Crime, if I boarded Future Leaders, Little Apron, Prime Time, Tabula Rasa, The Hive, Quality Rated, Sunshine House, Watch Me Grow, Puddin's Little World, 
All Stars, Fresh Start, Imhotep, The Nest, Love Bug, Seedlings, Blue Triangle, Blue, Blooming Daisies, Cloud of Light, First Wings, Golden Forest, Heart's Home, Let Us Play, Red Apple. If I boarded Tangible Difference, Busy Bodies, Club Rewind, First Impressions, Grandma's House, Kids Rocket, Project Idea, Tiger's Den, 4R Academy, A Peaceful Beginning, Monkey Puzzle, Tenderlinks, Toad Hall, Indo-Chinese Little Rainbow. If I boarded TikTok, Pride and Joy, Coat of Many Colors, Hungry Caterpillars, Twizzle Tops, Scallywags 2, Purple Panda, Puddle Ducks, Twixis, Dimples Academy, Distinctabilities, Fifth Ward Head Start, Humble Beginners. If I boarded J.P. Morgan Chase Backup, Just Like Mom, Learning Garden, Life's Little Blessings, Starting Point, The Crayon Club, Apple of Your Eye, The Right Fit, Jitterbug Development, Peers Unlimited, Fun 2-3, Delightful Delay Days, Growing Footprint, Honey Bee Plus. If I boarded Perfect Gift, Razzle Dazzle, Stray Dog, Tiny Town, Above and Beyond, All Aboard, Arsenal Family, Interplay, It's a Small World, Shady Lane, Room to Grow, Earthen Vessels, Pride Center, The Teeter Totter, Ripen With Us, Inner Force, Sesame Flyers, Exposure Foundation, All Seasons, Round the Clock, Featherbed Lane, Productivity Enhancement Ministries. If I boarded Scan Seeds, The 1199, Two Doors, Loving Touch, Bare Essentials, Endless Possibilities, Operation Breakthrough, Spectrum Station, Playful Scholars, Sweet Chariot, All Things Are Possible, Eyes on the Future, Giant Leaps, Great Foundation, Hill of Angles, The Crystal Palace, Sun-Kissed Acorns, Mama Bear, Awakening Seed, Desert Voices, Greater Phoenix, EEI Compass, Natural Choice, The Sandbox, Light the Way, Outer Limits, Painted Sky, Happy Trails, Little Ranch, A Dream Come True, Cozy Casa, Early Bird, The Cub Clubhouse, Discovery Cottage, Giggle Box, Here For You, Circle Time, Flames of Hope, Afternoon Gamers, Building Blocks, Fast Camp, Halo Academy, Jump at the Sun, Community Nest, Forever Friends, Absorbent Minds, First Fruits, A Family Affair, Camp 360, my snow is everywhere in these rooms. A blue deliriad vase is half full of dusty snow, but I will never know it. I will stop cleaning, stop using things, never touch the vase again, though I will live here in this plastic shed, in this brutish atmosphere for 63 more years. Why can't I be dressed in a green hat and coat and carry a red bundle and hear it said of me, this little fella is truly a harbinger of spring. Thanks. The Poetry Project has promoted, fostered, and inspired the reading and writing of contemporary poetry since 1966. Consider supporting us by checking out a reading, becoming a member, or donating at poetryproject.org.